man, we got some trouble this weekend. I'm not even going to hold you. We, we got to talk about our Ravens. We got to keep this thing home team and start this thing off, man. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I missed the game. I missed the game Monday night. I saw, yeah, yeah, bro. I saw the highlights <laughs> and, and people and the reactions, man. And I saw what happened the next day, man. That was unreal. Yeah. Bro, it was, it was like a movie, bro. It was like, it was it was maybe the biggest emotional roller coaster for a regular season game that I've ever seen. There's now, so many one in a million plays that happened. That happened. Right, 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 right. And now the crazy thing about it is now we have coming into this weekend, Kansas City Chiefs, Pat Mahomes boy, Pat Mahomes. The Ravens, I believe, Lamar's 0-3 versus Kansas City. Yeah. Uh is it 0 3? Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, I believe he's 0-3 yeah. against Kansas City, and, you know, yeah. they'll need to solve the problem because they're looking to go down 0-2 in the regular yeah. season. What do you what do you see happening this Sunday night with Kansas City come down to m and uh, I'm hoping that – I'm hoping Lamar um, – he started off a little shaky, like throwing the ball, hoping he's got all that, all that out of him. Um, I mean, it, it came out – I'm going to say on that, that last drive after we had got that pick uh, in the end zone. Right. Uh, I feel like it was a read that should have been easy for him to make, and he didn't make it right after uh, Mark Andrews had dropped that pass. I feel like that's what that's uh, that's something that he needs to perfect. You know, the receivers get their timing down. I feel like as long as, as, long as the, we get those quick throws so that he doesn't have to – do all that improvising, I think we're going to be good. How long do you, how long, honestly, Shooter, do you think it's going to take for Lamar's mental game to catch up with the physical game? Because at the end of the day, it's just seemed like a lot of mistakes being made on the field when it comes to Lamar, when we come up short, the turnovers mm-hmm. have been a problem. When he um, actually create the turnovers, these points of the game, they're real instrumental. Do you think it's yeah. going to be a long time before this guy's mental game catches up to his physical ability? No, nah, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I feel like he has already, you know, progressed when we seen him that first year. Not not counting his rookie year when he got thrown in, but his first year when he was the starter. Right. Um, I feel like he's a student of the game. I feel like it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna kick in pretty soon. Now, last but, year um, when they played Kansas City, Lamar was held to a career worst ninety-seven yards passing when they lost thirty-four to twenty to Kansas City. I just feel like at times Lamar, he does a little bit too much. We know he's agile, one of the most agile quarterbacks we've ever seen. But the fact that we have got so comfortable with not allowing him to get better as a passer, I think he's just stuck in this zone where he's thinking it's okay to just be, you know, being able to be moving around with his legs. And and at, and, and at some point, you got to stay in that pocket and get it done. And I think he does too much trying to move out the way. And, and we see what happened um, with the fumble last week. Yeah. Um, I know I don't, I'm not the type to always like to put the blame fully on one person. Okay. You know, obviously sometimes it's, uh, sometimes it's coaching. Sometimes it's the plays that's just drawn up. Sometimes it's the receivers not getting over. Sometimes it's the line not blocking. So, I mean, while a lot of the times he does have to make those plays, there's also, you know, those times that he should have been sitting in the pocket. So um, I can't really judge whether it's, you know, all on him as far as some of those decisions. But 
I, I feel like I feel like we're in a good spot. I feel like he's he's still got some obviously some ways to go. Okay. But I feel like I feel like this is our guy. I do feel like this is our guy. Well, let's take this thing up another step. John Harbaugh should he be on the hot seat? Is he our guy, or has Coach Harbaugh drawn out this one Super Bowl from 2012? Has he gotten more legs off of one Super Bowl win than any other coach? in the NFL. What do you think about John Harbaugh? You know, I have up until last year, up until last year, I really, I really had a lot of mixed emotions about Harbaugh. I feel like he cost us a couple games. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, that being said, he's, he's, I don't think it's not the Super Bowl that he's riding off of. I think what's, what's been keeping him uh, somewhat safe is, the, the chance that he took with taking Lamar and going in a completely different direction than the rest of the league. Right. And I think ownership wants to let him see that, see that process through. But um, yeah, one of my, one of my main gripes with Harbaugh is just, uh, he, a lot of times he uses a lot of unnecessary timeouts, timeouts that would have, that would have given us more time in those situations where we need to come back in the second half. Right. And a couple of those things, I, I always, I used to always note them down. Like that timeout, we didn't need. We gonna need that timeout later. Like while I'm watching the game, and it, and it a couple games a year. Couple Clock games management year. is so instrumental in football. Period. Exactly. Yeah. So that's an issue. That's a major issue. And what do you think about? Because we lost a lot of players before the first game. I think like yeah. That's true. You know, that's one thing I got to say. Our running backs, we everybody just went down. We lost um, one of our best defensive players. So we had our back against the wall from the jump. But do you, did you see anything Monday night that would give you a reason to feel like, okay, the Ravens can still bounce back and still make a playoff run, even though we're kind of shorthanded when it comes to a roster? Definitely. Um I feel like the running back position, while it is a premier position in our offense, I feel like the system will allow us to continue to successfully run the ball no matter who's there. Okay. As long as they get the reps in with, you know, getting the handoffs or the play action RPOs from Lamar, as long as they got that down and they can hold on to the ball, I feel like we're going to be good offensively running the ball. And okay. defensively, I also feel like we'd be good because – the uh because what Wink draws up, it allows the corners that we've I mean, we're only down uh Marcus Peters in the secondary. Right. All right. Um But he's the best, I, right? He's, he's, the, he's the second best. Marlon Humphrey's the best. Okay, yeah, yeah. Humphreys do get it popping. Yeah. You know, it's just all oh, about consistency. Jimmy, Jimmy Smith was also out that game as well. I don't think Jimmy's gonna be out too long though. I'm not a fan of Jimmy Smith, I'm not gonna hold you. I think I like I like Jimmy because he's physical and he, he that's what that's what uh because when we go that man uh we got to man up because we do man blitz a lot right I feel like that's why he he's he's got you know he's he's valuable to the team it it, it I, I feel like the secondary will be okay enough to to yeah to get us to the playoffs I'm not concerned about the defense. I've never been concerned about the Ravens' defense. Again, it's about the decision-making on the other side of the football. Lamar right. Jackson, the lack of weapons he got, 
And when he get weapons, do he does he have what it takes to get it done? And then Coach yeah. Harbaugh with the stupid decisions he making. I think the problem is offense all day, every day when they come to the Ravens. We're going to see, though, man. This Sunday night, NBC 820, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore oh, Ravens. Hopefully, Mar can get it done. It's going to be crazy. Hey, we need to finally get over that Kansas City, huh? Got you. Got you. I, I can't see the Ravens going down 0-2 the way Cleveland been playing. I mean, in the first game, um, even though they lost, they played well. Pittsburgh played well. The Ravens don't want to fall too deep in the hole to get right. this season started. They don't want to because we already shorthanded when it comes to the roster, so. I'm banking on the home t- the home crowd. I'm banking on the crowd to be a big factor Sunday night, bro. I- I'm banking on us to Definitely. turn up and help the Ravens get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully that's the case, man. Taking the thing to the NBA real quick, man. I wanted to talk a little bit of basketball. My, my guy LeBron James, he has to average about 25 points a game for the next two seasons if he um, plays all 82 games. He will surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. Who do you think, Shooter, is the, who's your GOAT right now or all-time in the NBA? Is it Jordan or is it LeBron? Wait, you said all-time? All-time. Um, I'm still, I'm still, I still lean towards Michael Jordan. Okay, and, so you still... You're still on the MJ train. So the reason why I asked you that, because if LeBron surpasses Kareem with that under his belt, is there anything else that LeBron James could do to possibly change your mind as far as him being the greatest of all time? Is there still stuff out there that LeBron realistically can do to take over the spot? Or is this an argument we need to dead right now for the most part? Uh, I'm really not. I'm not a fan of the argument, honestly. Because it's like it's 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 a different it's a different era, okay. It's like completely. Era. So, uh, with the comparisons, I know they you know they demanded the league for for a decade or more. Right. It's like I said, it's a different era, it's a different play style, different different set of skills that you need to be in the league right now. But let's keep it a buck, though, Shooter. Don't you think that Jordan could played in in this era, and LeBron could have played back in the nineties? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, they still would have been stars. They still would have been at the top of the league, definitely. Right. I don't know, man. I, I'm. I'll give Jordan the greatest right now. To me, LeBron is a better all around basketball player than Jordan. And it, at, at the end of the day, this thing to me would all boil down to championships. Jordan six and zero. LeBron right now is four and six in the finals. But if LeBron can get six rings, if because I still think he got about three to four years left in the tank at an elite level. If he can somehow double up and get two rings and, and equal Jordan six, I know the argument will then be well Jordan never lost and and LeBron lost in the finals. I think the overall body of work would give LeBron James. Um, that GOAT status, especially if he becomes the all-time leading scorer, because, mind you, nobody really looked at LeBron James as that type of player, as a scorer, for the most part of his career. Like, he's not a he's not looked at like a Kobe or MJ. So for him to be the all-time scorer, top 10 in rebounds all-time, top 10 in assists 
all time. And then to have six rings, I don't care how many losses, man. I think that's huge. Yeah, I think the thing that a lot of people, a lot of fans, a lot of people who, uh, who, who, you know, add to the argument, and put their their sense in. Um, they, I don't, I don't only base it off of championships. Right. Like, only championships won, because well, first of all, you got to understand, to get to the finals is a difficult feat in itself, because one, it's a team sport, for the first part. I mean, obviously. It's different than other sports, you know, you play both sides of the ball, but he's still one man. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So for him to how how many years in a row was he there? Eight. Was it eight? He, he yeah, was eight, eight in a row with three franchises, three different franchises, yeah. two different franchises. Because yeah. he went four, he went four in Miami and then he went four in Cleveland. He went to right. LA, yeah. they lost in 2019. Then the following year they won he won it. The following so, year they got back. Yeah, yeah so Come on, man! Come on, so, that's yeah, crazy. I mean, just, people don't people don't count. Oh, he's uh, he's four and six, but getting to the finals ten times is is an amazing feat in itself. So I definitely, you know, probably outside of the popular opinion. Oh, he he loses when he gets look, bro. He's he's got it. He can't do it all. He can't do everything on the court at all times. Right. So I do commend him for you know getting getting his team where they need to be in order to even compete for those ranks. What's up, guys? Seven Mitchell here with the Best of Seven Sports Talk. Just wanted to thank you all for all the support that you guys have shown throughout the years. If you would like to continue to support the network, please like and share the sports content. We definitely appreciate it. Also, grab yourself some Best of Seven Sports merchandise. And if you would like to make a small donation or contribution to the network, we have donation links in the description box as well. Cash app, PayPal, you name it. Once again, thank you guys for the support. Links are in the description box. Appreciate you guys. Y'all stay safe. This is the best of seven sports talk. Y'all be good. Peace. Now, there were talks in the NBA, at least rumors. I don't know how realistic this would ever be, but executives have been talking about possibly having NBA games being played outside. What do you think about the future of the NBA and basketball? And could you see real actual games in the NBA that count being played outside? I don't, I'm not a fan of it. Me as, honestly, me as a player, it would have to be, it would have to be some type of outside. Though. I mean, imagine like, being in a basketball court, range. you got, you got, you got uh, the Statue of Liberty in the background or, or, or the Grand Canyon, the Grand, in the, in the background, like you got some of these monumental right, right. landmarks um, playing in the background. I think that'd be a dope look as far as a visual. But how the hell is the game going to be played? And how are you going to, you know, secure as yeah, far as security? A, that's, a, yeah, that's a whole different thing. Fans, yeah. Security security would be, you had to have top-notch security for those, for those type of events. Yeah, it would be crazy. But, I don't know. Are there any advantages of playing outside for the, for the NBA? Like, I, I was trying to think, like, yo, how is that a plus for them other than a dope look? Yeah, I, as far as the the game itself, I don't see any any positives. Quite honestly. Yeah, I don't either. Cause you got weather being a factor. Yeah, definitely. That's the main factor. Yeah, I don't know why they even came up with this discussion, this conversation, <laughs> but it was something that they brought up, and I'm sitting there like, "Are you serious?" 
but I'm looking at it from the visuals and, and you trying to market something. I'm like, yo, that'd be fire, but the NBA? Man, I mean, you could do, man, if you want to do All-Star Weekend outside, that's fine. Okay, I mean? okay. But not like, I mean, not regular season, not playoffs, none of that. So I think they saw, they saw, don't you know that, uh, that game that the high schoolers play on like the aircraft or whatever? Yes. Yeah, that's probably what they got. Oh man, that looks nice. We should try that. You know, we should bring that to the, to the professionals. That's probably where they got the idea. I like the all-star weekend, maybe the all-star game. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, think, the, I think it would be dope, but I don't think the superstars, mm-hmm. LeBron, KD, Kawhi, Giannis, I don't think them guys is going to play on the black top. I don't think that they would play outside. It'd be dope to see something like that happen. I think that would be fire or possibly the summer league. If they was to run some games outside, but you know, those guys are yeah. developing. So you don't want to take no chances of injuries. Yeah. And stuff yeah. Like that. yeah it, it's a, it's a tough one, man, but I, I, I do like the idea a little bit. I'm not going to shut it down, but it, I just don't understand it. Yeah. You know, to yeah, a fault. Former NBA player JaVel McGee, I don't know if you're in the loop with this, but former uh, NBA player JaVel McGee, three-time champion, he did an interview the other day, and he was talking about how him being put on Shaq and the Fool so much on Shaquille O'Neal's segment of the show really downspiraled his career. He said, like, every time he would go to a team, he would have coaches and players midseason saying, you know, damn, Javel, we looked at you in these little highlights from the Shaq and the Fool, and we thought you was one person, and you really a smart player. You're a smart guy. And he said that, you know, the way Shaq had carried him on that show really hurt his career, um, even though he was a champion. What's your thoughts about that? And do you think Shaquille O'Neal over the years have been too hard on Javel with the highlights? Um. I can I can I can see where where that's that's yeah that's probably a possibility um because when you when you see <laughs> I mean while they are comical some of the plays that that you've seen him do over the years Javale's not a bad player not at all so I mean I feel like that stigma that because I'm I'm sure that stigma like like he said carried around with him it could have you know gotten maybe less less of anything whether it's less playing time whether it's less money on the contract whether it's less you know anything less less respect from his teammates that, and that was the thing like i i understand that you know from a money perspective you know he's not a max player so he's not going to get big dollars but when he was saying like how coaches and trainers and teammates you know every stop that he went throughout his 13 year career everywhere he went they would approach him, you know, throughout middle of the year, end of the year, be like, man, you really a smart guy, smart player. We, you know, saw you on Shaq and the Fool so much, and that's how we depicted it. Like, that really could right. destroy someone's character. Who knows right. with this dude how many opportunities, you know, Javel could have lost commercials, advertisements, all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, like you said, Shooter, this is not nothing made up by Shaquille O'Neal, these these were plays that JaVel made or lack of didn't make. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. all facts. So how mad can you be at Shaq or TNT? Because Shaq ain't putting no compilations of clips together. This is TNT, you know, um, thing, the NBA thing for real. You know, Shaq is just the yeah. face of it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's only so much blame you can put on Shaq. I mean, obviously, it, it it puts a, a brighter spotlight 
on it. But you know, at the end of the day, it's nothing that he's not making anything up about like what, what we what we saw. Right. Fans. All right, G, that's all I have real quick, man. I, I appreciate your time, family. Right, no problem, man. Nice, nice being on, man. Oh, yeah, man, I'm going to definitely have you back on the show, man. I'm going I'm to construct a little bit more better, bring some topics, pre-plan some topics, but I definitely wanted to chop it up with you and, um, you uh-huh. know, lock in with a couple of things. So I appreciate you, my G, as always. All right, no problem, man. Let everybody know hey, where they can follow you at on social media, Shooter, before we get out of here so they can stay in the loop. What you got going on? Bro, Shooter, spell S-H-007-E-R. All right, so the 007 is just replaced the spell Shooter, pretty much with 007. Uh, I got some music dropping every, pretty much every month I got a new single, working on some new stuff. But yeah, follow me on Instagram at everything to keep you up to date. 